health so that we can enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. Hi, ladies. Welcome. I am going to give you some disclaimers already today. First of all, I listened to, oh my goodness, to the podcast with my husband a couple weeks ago when we were talking about tracking macros, and that terrible background noise is the baby monitor. <laughs> we totally forgot to turn it off. And it was sitting right next to us um, with the white noise machine on. So that's what you were hearing in the background. So I apologize. And my disclaimer for today is that my three-and-a-half-year-old son is playing with a Lego train set while I record this pretty close by. So if you're hearing some woo-woos and things like that, that is what is going down here today. So my name is Brittany. Thank you for joining. We are talking all about postpartum fitness today and how to approach it. I'm sure I'm going to do more episodes on this in the future, digging into different areas of it, but in general, what that should look like. And again, this probably doesn't apply to some of you if you are even, if you even clicked on this episode and you are not postpartum right now, but you can always refer back to it when you are. And I'm sure this will hit some people in this season. And it is so important because the overall message I want you to take away from it is it is not just hopping back into whatever you were doing pre-pregnancy or even the first, you know, up to the last couple weeks before you delivered, that is not what you were doing. It's just kind of picking up right where you left off. So, all right. First of all, if you are postpartum, congratulations means you recently had a baby. You recently did something super amazing producing a human. So first of all, congratulations and well done. And second of all, if you are a normal person, you're probably wanting this baby weight to go away. So I just want to say that right away. I think that there's a what is supposed to be a positive push in our culture about like loving yourself at every size and your stretch marks or your badges of honor and all those things. And I don't see anything wrong with that. But I think it can all, almost make you feel like you are being superficial and like you are not normal if you are kind of missing having your body back to where it was pre-pregnancy. So I think that pretty much every woman, if you're honest and are just talking with some girlfriends, which is what I want you to feel like this podcast is, I'm sure that most people, I I can say at least for myself, that I definitely start itching to feel like myself again after baby. Especially I personally, I do not like being pregnant. I know some people do and think it's the most beautiful feminine time and that's awesome if that's their experience. I just don't, I think everything's harder. (laughs) Honestly, it's obviously a beautiful sacrifice that we're offering up. And is obviously worth it in the end, all those disclaimers aside. But anyways, I don't love the pregnancy part. I don't mind labor. That's the weird thing. I really don't. Um, I do <laughs> do it medicated. My first labor, this is a whole story for another day, but my first uh, labor, I was trying to die on the hill that I was going to have a natural birth and I would not take an epidural. And about 20 hours in, I'm throwing up. My knees are knocking together, all that jazz. Um, My water had broken, so I was like nearing the 24-hour window. And my OB was like, you know what? You really are getting dangerously close to making it a C-section if you can't let your body relax enough to dilate. And I just could not relax. I was stuck at six six centimeters forever. So anyway, I did take the epidural. But then round two, I was like, Brittany, you're not doing that again. (laughs) You take that epidural. So I did had an awesome birth for the second one. So I'm hoping that's kind of the precedent for my next one. So that's my disclaimer, I guess. If you are doing it naturally, maybe that's a whole nother ball game and props to you. Um, if you're like listening to that, like, yeah, Brittany, no wonder you don't mind labor because you don't feel half of it. And that's true. So I don't mind labor. However, what I do dread the most out of all of it, pregnancy, labor, is postpartum. I hate those first couple weeks 
physically. It's just you just want to be back to normal and not even the talking body fat and all those things and like your saggy skin for a second because the baby just left you and all that stuff. But obviously there's a lot more. If you've got kids around, this might want to be a little earbuds episode. But, you know, you're dealing with the bleeding and everything after and you just want to be able to like get up and function normally again and take care of things and bring this new baby home and whether it's your first or it's your fourth and you're fitting them into, you know, the other daily life of kids and you just are a little bit limited by your current circumstances. If you've had a C-section, you need a lot more time to recover and take it a lot easier on your body. If you're bleeding heavily and had complications, you need to take it easier. So there's so many asterisks around this. I just want to make that abundantly clear that everybody's postpartum is really different because everybody's birth is really different. And knowing and acknowledging all of that, then from there, how do we even approach getting back into the game? How do we approach getting back into fitness or into fitness for the first time? If you're listening to this, you've probably been into fitness before. But so the thing is, firstly, you are not going to hop back into what you were doing, okay? Again, even if you were doing my pregnancy program, even if you were lifting right up to pregnancy, right up to delivery, that's awesome. However, you were not doing core, hopefully, that whole time. So the first thing you need to do after having the baby, which to give another disclaimer, you should really wait for that six-week or eight-week doctor clearance where whenever you get it, depending on your delivery and everything, That is always my disclaimer. I do have a postpartum program, a 12-week postpartum program that's available on my website. And I say right there, like, do not start this before you have doctor's clearance. And you will want to check out if you have diastasis recti or not, which is a big ab separation. Now, all of us have it from pregnancy because your abs do have to separate to make room for the baby. But ideally, they come back together to within a two-finger gap. So there's tons of YouTube videos on checking out. If you have this, usually your OB doesn't do it at the checkup. So that's for you to do on your own. And I do want you to have that under control before you start the postpartum program. So um, then from there, say those two boxes are checked, you've gotten your clearance, you don't have a huge gaping gap that you might have to go to you know physical therapy for and take care of first, then you start in with rebuilding the core. So you Hear that again. You are not going to hop on the treadmill. You're not going to throw on a hit workout, any of those things. I do not do that. I hope you guys know by now I practice what I preach. I wouldn't tell you something and then do something totally different like, well, you can rebuild your core, but I'm going to hop into running 10 miles. No, I do exactly the same thing. I will say sometimes on like an escalated timeline and if you, you know, our level of fitness, you feel comfortable enough with that, that's kind of an at your own risk. But I don't think I've ever waited till the six weeks. Josh, my first baby, I know much sooner in I started doing the core rebuilding. I want to say two weeks. And then Joey, my second, I think I really waited four weeks. I know I was not in a rush. I waited definitely at least three weeks to even start the core rebuilding and then started just going for some walks on the treadmill because walking is okay as well. Well, I'll get into that in a second, but walking is not really going to usually damage anything. Um, if your back and core are still super tender, you might even want to hold off on that until you've done core for a little while. But I think for mental health for a mom, uh, the walk is just nice to get out. It doesn't need to be long or anything like that. And with Josh, it was easy because it was May. It was end of May. So put him in the stroller, went right away. But Joey was in November so and in upstate New York. So I 
was going on the treadmill like probably a month in I started doing a couple short walks just to start getting some steps but I did take it really easy because I did have a lot more bleeding after Joe and I wanted my body to recover and not push it to its limits there again my priorities and hopefully your priorities when you have the baby depending on you know breastfeeding capability and all that is make sure myself and my baby are healthy I do breastfeed, so not pushing it so I don't get mastitis or anything like that or send myself to the hospital with dehydration. Like Those are my priorities that I can be there to care for my baby. And again, I think most of us would all agree with that. That's you know baseline level one. So then when you're looking at caring for yourself, again, maybe starting this a little bit early if you have a really high fitness level and you're comfortable, that's your <laughs> at your own risk disclaimer, or you're waiting for the doctor clearance and you're starting rebuilding the core. So what does that look like? That looks like basic ab engagements. If you search on YouTube under Fit Mom Life to the Fullest, I have a bunch of how-tos. I have a whole channel of how-tos, playlists, whatever it is. And it's titled Basic Ab Engagements, and it looks like nothing. You are basically lying on the ground with your feet flat, your knees are bent, you're on your back, and you put your hands right on your abs, and you gently curl up and hold and breathe. So you're not doing a crunch. You're not trying to fling your body up to the top. You are just trying to get your abs back in the game. Start feeling them again, feeling them engage. Because if you fly yourself into anything else, you're doing a hit workout, you're going for a run. Those are all things that need your core. If your core can't even engage yet, you're really just doing a disservice. It's not going to help you get the weight off quicker. It's going to hurt your back. It's going to hurt your core in the long term. And you need to like start again with a good foundation. So Basic ab engagements are number one. Glute bridges are another great one. You are in that same position, lying on your back with your knees bent and your feet flat, and you're pushing up through your heels, squeezing your glutes because your glutes are a huge part of your core. And again, a lot of this just got taxed. Your back just took a hit for several months. You know, you're definitely very front loaded and your back's trying to overcompensate and all that jazz. So, basic ab engagements, glute bridges, Bird dogs are another great one. This one, you're on all fours, hands are under shoulders, knees under hips, and you are reaching out with your opposite arm and leg. So right arm stretches forward, your left leg's behind you, and you are just trying to reach out, not up, so making your body as long as you can. You hold it for a couple seconds, you switch sides. Great for waking up muscles around the spine, again, engaging your core. That's really what it's going to look like for the first couple weeks. That is what I will do for two weeks. I will just do a little circuit of those three exercises three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I am just trying to get my core stimulated and back in the game, like to even wake it up. I remember after just my first, after Josh, I remember sitting in a chair, like a kitchen chair, and being slumped forward and feeling like I literally could not sit up straight. It's like, I feel like my abs are just jelly. And that was the first baby. So, you know, it obviously the effects uh, to amplify with each pregnancy and each child. So that is super important. You need to do that for several weeks. In the postpartum program, you're doing that for the first three weeks. And it seems so boring. And I've had women go through it and luckily have given it great reviews. But I always have to give the disclaimer that I'm like, I know the first part's boring. But it's so, so necessary. And I do it too. I just want you to know that. Then once you feel okay there, you feel your abs are getting back in the game, you're able to feel them engaging, then you can start working in some body weight modified work. So why I say that is we're looking at like body weight squats, but then some other exercises are very difficult that are body weight. Like a push up on your toes is a no-go. So body weight squats are fine. Typically, you don't want to start looking at lunges yet, you know, if you're still 
just nine weeks postpartum after you've done, you know, gotten your clearance at six weeks, you've done your three weeks of core work, you're not usually looking at taking your legs far away like that because your deep abdominal muscles and your pelvic muscles are not ready for that usually to be, you know, think a lunge stance that taxes your pelvis and your lower abs way too much when you've just done that. I remember after Joey, my second, not feeling stable in a lunge stance for months. I don't think I did lunges for three months. And the first time I tried to do, I remember that it was for a program. So uh, I think it was the spring program that I was recording videos for. So I had them in November and this was still by March. I was lying on my back to do a glute bridge, but I had feet elevated and I took one foot out. So a single leg glute bridge. I'm lying on my back. One foot is up on a chair. The other foot is just crossed over the knee. I went to push into my heel and lift my hips, and I thought that something ripped in my inner thigh or groin area because it was not ready for that instability of doing it single leg. So we start with squats. We start with things where both feet are on the ground. You don't need to shift all your weight into one foot yet like that. So bodyweight squats, modified push-ups where you're on your knees or you have your hands on a chair and you're not going down that low modified planks are usually okay at this stage, starting with knees down and side plank with the knee down. And then beyond that, starting some light upper body work with weights. I do not hop back in. And I'm telling you this, I do not, I do not do it in the program. And this is exactly kind of the course that the program follows. You start with your first three weeks, really doing that basic core work. And I tell people, because it's not a, um, it used to be where you were paying for it monthly. You're not anymore. You buy the whole 12 week program and then you have it. So, take your time. The people that are struggling to feel their abs engage and get that going, I say stay in that week one to three for three months if you need to. But you really need to get that down first. And then again, it progresses to some modified bodyweight work. And then it progresses into full body lifting with lighter weights until you're at the end of the 12 weeks. That's how your first three months postpartum should look. I do not do my you know core work and then pick up 20s and overhead press them way, way, way too much weight on your core. Everything has to be phased in. It really makes me cringe. And I get it, guys. I really do. My first child, I, you know, was a personal trainer. I was a group fitness instructor. So the whole time I was pregnant, I was teaching three spin classes a week. I was teaching lifting classes. I was in really good shape when I was pregnant, but I was terrified. It's your first baby of terrified is too strong a word, but you know, I was concerned about getting my body quote unquote back. So I think we kind of do want to see and make sure that it can happen. And I want to warn you against that with your first one too, because if I could redo that, I totally would do my postpartum time differently because I was concerned like, uh, can I really get it back? So you want to see how fast you can. My second baby, I did totally differently. I took my time. I enjoyed that first snuggle month. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm feeling better. The bleeding's slowing. Things are healing up. I think I'm going to start doing some little core work and going for a couple walks just for my mood. I remember I even did, though it was like December, and I put him in a wrap and put blankets around us and just walked around for like 10 minutes in the sunshine a couple days because I wanted us both to get some fresh air. So that kind of thing. And that is how I would plan to do it again in the future. But back to Josh, I again, was very fit through the pregnancy. I delivered and I said my core openly felt like mush. I felt like I could not sit up straight in a chair. However, I was rushing to try to. So two weeks after I'm starting the core stuff and then 11 days postpartum, I decided to try to do unassisted pull-ups to see if I could still do them. 
Well, guess what? That completely, I think I've talked about this on previous episodes, ripped my abs apart. So I didn't have a bad gap before. And then I forced one 11 days later because my core was still so weak and still so temperamental. So please don't do that. Please. So now I'm saying I was not prudent enough. I even knowing better. I was a personal trainer. I would have never had anyone do that. But I thought I was above it. I thought I was fit enough and that I could find a loophole and blah, blah, blah. And it just was not smart. So if you want to look at something if you're so antsy, look at your nutrition first because that's where 100% of us can usually improve, myself included. We definitely tend to be a little more lenient with ourselves when we're pregnant. And just through watching your nutrition alone, you can start losing the baby weight. So that's my approach now going forward is always, again, make sure myself and the baby are healthy. I'm well hydrated so I don't get mastitis and that I'm eating a really good variety of fruits and vegetables and meats and whole grains so that I have enough milk supply and it's healthy foods. I feel energized. It helps my mood. And again, within a grain of salt, because guess what? If somebody sends me a meal and it's got a plate of cookies, I'm having some cookies as well. (laughs) Uh, It's not to say that I don't have any processed foods or sugar because still in moderation, like I always approach that. But Um, And then snuggling the baby and starting the core rebuilding and the walking when you're ready. I just want you to know that that is the part that we usually kick in later. It's like we're in such a haste to push our bodies to work out and don't think about the nutrition where really like you could be doing something proactive first. You could be looking at your nutrition and trying to get that back in line. So all good things. I hope that was helpful. I hope if you're in this phase or looking to be in this phase soon that you can take some of these tips, take them to heart, and really try to enjoy your baby, take your time, and make sure that you are ready to get back in. Do not just hop on the treadmill and start doing sprints. Do not hop into your lifting routine. If you have any questions, I'm always open to I love getting your questions. So DM me at Fit Mom Life to the Fullest on Instagram or you can send me an email, fitmomlifetothefullest at gmail.com. I love to hear your questions. So let me know. I do, again, have a 12-week postpartum program that you can always purchase. I don't open and close it or run that like a group challenge because it's obviously pretty specific to season of life. So that's over on fitmomlifetothefullest.com if you would like to check out more info on that as well. All right, that wraps up today. Thank you so much. And I will talk to you later this week now. 